on top of it and getting larger and larger pieces. And always at the end of an ah ah type lava flow, you'll find these bulldozer-like push material on the end forming mountains of A-A-type lava, which is what, uh, what we pass by on the way up. All that lava has a lot of gases and it's fairly light. And that, those are the two basic formations on the Galapagos. A-A comes from a Hawaiian word also, which is Hawaiian for hurt. They claim they used to go barefoot over it and they'll go, ah, ah. So that's why they call it ah. I, it's true, that's what they say. Hawaiian for hurt, for sure. And what we see right now all around us is ah, ah. She picks up a lava rock, two feet in diameter, this lava rock. But it's very light. All the gases on the lava will make it that light. All the gases that escape from the lava actually is what made it a very hollow and very light. It's not that light, be careful. It's very sharp edges also. We leave the first observation platform and take another flight of stairs on our way to the top. You'll probably notice my breathing getting a little labored. Some of the rocks are really beautiful. The main color of the rocks are brownish, but from time to time, the mineral elements come out and they're red and pinkish and greens and yellows and oranges. And up here, maybe we're, we're halfway yet, there's a cactus growing on the side. We've come to a second observation platform and resting platform. I would like just to tell you a little more about the formation of the islands and how Galapagos is so special and why we're here, where we're placed in the world. Probably, I'm going to go back to the basics and I'm sure you're going to remember about this. You probably remember how the earth uh, began, not that you were here, but you remember, I'm sure, about reading, uh, reading about the, how the core of the earth is the hottest part of the earth and how from there we have the mantle which has all these different layers and from all these different layers we will have finally the crust of the earth, which is the cold part of the earth. Now, from inside being very hot to the crust being very cold, there has all these different layers in the mantle, which is just magma, which is molten rock. Remember also what we used to call the Pangea, when all the continents were together fitting like a puzzle. And now, with the different drifting of these platforms on the crust, which we call tectonic plates, which actually was a theory that was just begun in 1960s. Nobody knew about tectonic plates before, or nobody even thought about them before. As the theory of the tectonic plates came out in the 60s, people began realizing how there were uh, these big crust drifting in different directions, depending on the minerals and materials underneath. Sometimes the tectonic plates will go pushed one against the other into what we call conduction and they begin building up. That's how the Alpes and 
Himalayas, actually a lot of different mountain ranges have been formed when plates have been pushing against one another and building up mountain ranges. There's another one that we call the subduction. When one plate is lighter than the other and by drifting with the different heat waves underneath and the mantle and different pressures, one of them will be drifting underneath the other one calling what we call subduction. And of course, as it goes underneath the crust into the mantle, it will begin melting down until it turns into just volcanic rock again. As I mentioned, the plates splitting apart will allow material to come from underneath. And as they do, the material that comes from underneath will be bringing a lot of mountain building that will turn into islands when that happens out of the water. The crust under the ocean tends to be only from one to five kilometers deep.